Listener supported. WNYC Studios. You know what is like the worst? I, I feel like it's the worst when Siri jumps in and I don't need her to. Jessica, it's Siri sending email to Bono. I didn't recognize that name. Can you teach me how to say it? I'm not sure I understand. Calling John Mayer. What would you like your email to what say? What do you want to say? Ready to send it? Okay. Messaging J.K. Rowling. It always happens when I'm, like, in a movie or something. I just press the wrong You're button. You're supposed to put your phone on airplane mode in movies. No, I won't do that. I'll put it on, like, silent, but I'm not going to put it on airplane mode. Why? What if my mom texts me or something or my dad or yeah, it's mostly can, for family stuff. I honestly think you could put your phone on airplane mode. I think you will feel really free if you do that during the movies. I think you're going to feel so good. You can bring like an air of mystery back into the relationship. relationship with my parents. Yeah. You know what I think? I think, you, you know, different folks, sexy different for everybody. Strokes. To each their own. Okay, know. different. Is that your campaign platform? Different strokes <laughs> for different. That's so <laughs> lackadaisical. It's like too chill. I like the idea of like a bullshit campaign where you're like, <laughs> yeah, guys, you know, different folks, different strokes. Hillary says this. I say no, different folks, different strokes. I would strokes. boo at your rally. Don't you boo me ever in your fucking life. I hope CNN cuts you off. Like, be chill. I mean, me too. I'm like, do you want to get drinks after Jake Tapper? Like, what do you want to do? I don't know. I might. But we all know you want to smash Jake Tapper, so we immediately <laughs> no, went to Drake's. No, I don't want to smash Jake. I feel <laughs> like I'm in the second hot. grade. You don't think he's hot? He's cute. He's okay, cute. Okay, so the truth has come out. Wow, that was something else. The truth is <laughs> Jake Tapper is cute, but I wasn't saying because I could smash. I'm suing you for libel or libel or how do they say <laughs> it's libel? libel. I'm calling Gloria. Okay, she is so I'm going to have her get into this and sue you. That is complete defamation of character. Hey, babies, it's me, Phoebe Robinson. And it's me, Jessica Williams. Here for some more chuckles. Wait, 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 whoa, whoa. Dude, don't say chuckles. Why not? It sounds like something that my weird Uncle Gary would say at a wedding when he's wasted. Hashtag white nonsense. Fine, whatevs. We're here for some laughs. Is that better? Yes, and I'm so excited about these laughs. We've got Wilson Cruz from My So-Called Life. Ugh, I love him. Plus, we've got Janelle James and John Laster. All right, so buckle in. Hold your loved ones close to your bosom or your peen. I don't know. I don't know where you are, what you're doing. Yes, and not to, you know, hashtag bury the lead, but this is the last episode of the season, so we wanted to sign off with something extra special and extra delicious for you guys. We hope y'all enjoy it. listening at home, Phoebe's touching the hands of the entire first row, and it's one of the slowest things I've ever seen. You know what? It's the effort that counts. I love that. (laughs) That was nice. That did trigger my OCD, in case you were wondering. Uh, 
I'm excited that uh, we're back doing the shows. We were both out of town for a while. Like, we didn't have my birthday show. We did not have the birthday show, which is sad. It was so sad. I was so bummed, but you were doing something amazing. You were shooting your movie. Yes. And normally, you know, with Two Dope Queens, it's our tradition, we have birthday shows like they're a really big deal here yeah so what did you do for your birthday um, i was in croatia and uh my boyfriend flew out and surprised me actually oh. which is oh, really cute it's really cute um if you follow me on insta instagram you know his name is british bake-off because he's british <laughs> i love that he's... he has a fan base <laughs> he's british uh and he he flew out to, to Croatia to surprise me, and uh, it was really sweet. I've never had that happen before. It was really, really thoughtful. And I remember, like, the day before, because we FaceTime a lot because we stayed it for, like, a month, and then I went away for two months to shoot this movie, so we are just having FaceTime was keeping us alive. And um, I remember him being like, oh, yeah, sorry, I can't, like, FaceTime. I've got, like, this meeting. I'm like, how many meetings do you have today? Like, he was just being so weird. That's so and weird. And then... Uh, then <laughs> I have this meeting. Yeah, it was Excuse just... Excuse you. It was very vague, Excuse and I was you. like... Let me be like, if he was like... I have this session. That's so stupid. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was cute. very it was very vague and I was like, oh, okay. And then the next day he was like, Yeah, sorry, I'm just like stuck in meetings. And I'm like, this is what are these me this is just so bullshit. Yeah. This is bullshit. And then It's like you're not Barack Obama. Yeah. How many meetings a day? Yeah. Do you he, have? He's not even like a city comptroller. I'm like, yeah. you can't <laughs> Yeah. You don't need yeah. all these meetings. And then I was working out before I went to set, and he was like, hey, I could talk to you in like 20 minutes. Just let me know uh, when you're done working out, you're heading back up to your hotel room. I was like, all right. So I get in the elevator. I'm like, heading up to my room. He's like, okay, cool. FaceTime me in a few minutes. And I just key in, and I just see him standing there and oh, like, his little oh suit. And he was like, I'm here. And I was like, ah! And I like, did one of those like uh, Oprah freakouts where I like ran out of the room. Uh, that's like a black people with magic freakout. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Um, but yeah, then I ended up working my whole birthday. And then... Um, so he like came on set and it was like really cool because he like never really been on a movie set before. So he came and like hung out for a little bit. And he's like, this is really boring. And I was like, I know. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I think I wrapped at like 2.30 in the morning. Uh -huh. And so um, a bunch of us on the crew, we uh, did tequila shots from George Clooney's former... Casamigos yeah, is amazing. Yeah, it's so great. Oh, it's, it's so the best. Great. You can get a huge one at Costco for like 75 bucks, yeah. but they it's, put it on like this fucking lever. It's insane. Yeah, it's oh, so Casamigos. good. And it was, a, it was a really fun birthday. It was weird to like not be in the cunch, uh, yeah. country here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so being out of the cunch was weird, but... Other than that, it was it was a really good birthday. That sounds, um, that sounds amazing. But yeah, I like being 33. It's my Jesus year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really like being 33. It's so fun. Being in the 30s are fun. I really love Is it. Is it? Yeah, uh, it's great. Boy. It's really good. I'm a... Uh... In my twins, and it's been fucking crazy. <laughs> but I am very much looking forward to this decade ending and the next one beginning. Yeah, you'll have fun in your thirds. Um... Thank you. 
Yeah, you'll be feel like you'll be just more sure of yourself. The gray hair will start coming in. It's cool. I like it. Yeah, I think it's really it's cool. So I'm starting pretty. to get it on the side. I feel very much like, like each like strand of gray hair that comes in. I'm like, oh, one step closer to a Black History Month stamp. Like it feels yeah. very. <laughs> it's really cool. It's so cool. My my boyfriend has gray hair too, so we're like watching each other's gray hair coming in. We're like so supportive of each other. It's That's really beautiful. nice. That's like what love sounds yeah. like. Um, so this has been going on with you. You've been traveling a lot. You've been going back to LA and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Been traveling all over. Um, been fucking doing it all. I just did a show where my sister bought my. She has like a beautiful, maybe one and a half year old to like. Mm-hmm. The show that I did, and I was really happy to see him because I'm, I'm trying to get him to remember me, but sometimes he just like hurts my feelings because he's like a kid. But I do take it personally. Like, if he tries to hand me like a pencil or something, I'd be like, oh my god, he's sharing. And then he goes no, and then he like runs away. I do kind of take it personal sometimes. Like I'm like, ha ha, that's funny. Terrible twos, right? And it's like a little cutting. Uh, <laughs> You I just want him to remember skin. me. He'll rem- he remembers you. He does, actually. It was he proven does. that he does. Yeah. Because during my show, uh, it was already a really sad show because it was, like, at a college. And, like, it was during midterm, so, like, seven students came. And normally, it's, like, way more. And so there were seven students, and it was, like, all black ladies, which was lit, so that was comforting. But then in the back corner, it was my sister and my nephew and um, he just started to call out TT a lot, which is my nickname. Cute. And it was like very cute, but I was also like, let me fucking deliver these punchlines, kid. <laughs> You're ruining my show. Um, you were doing, doing stand up? I was. I cool. was like, I'm trying to like figure it out, but I do a solo show that I've had for a while. And then I do, I tack on stand up at the beginning and then uh, morph it into the show that I've already done. But I find that the more that I do the shows, which is quite a bit, the more I add like stand up bits at the beginning, which is pretty fun. Yeah, that sounds good. Thank you so much. But I'm glad your show went well, even though your, your nephew heckled you, that's cute. He did. It was cute. I will definitely remind him of that. <laughs> soon <laughs> um you know i'm trying to think the weirdest set that i've had recently um God, i've had a, a lot i would say the i have one that's kind of like oh this is this is a few years ago i was doing this show the lower east side mm-hmm. um it was like i was the only lady on the lineup i think the only person of color too in the lineup and like every guy before me was just like super like broy comedy comedy, just like my wife sucks. And it's like Dark. you're lucky to be married. Dark, you're truly yeah. lucky. Yeah. That someone went to credit card debt for you. Yeah, so yeah. go fuck yourself. Uh-huh. Um, and then it was, it was my time to go up. And so the guy introducing me, he goes, Do you guys like pussy? Wait, what? Well, our next comic has one. Here's Phoebe Robinson. I was like, no! Uh, uh, it was, it was truly insane. I mean, did people respond like, yes, they did like pussy? No, or no? I think people were just kind of like, like no one wanted to laugh because it was just like really weird. And I did my set, and it was fine. But that was probably the weirdest way I've been brought up on stage, and. Yeah, that sucked. That but is insane. It's crazy. Do you see that guy around ever? 
No, because I'm doing much better than he is. Yeah, I got it. Lick my labia. People always say, suck my dick. I want to be like, lick my labia. Like, I don't know that's if it's going to... That's a good part to lick. I don't know if it's going to catch on, but... Lick my labia. There's so many parts. Yeah. What about the majora? What's yeah. the front part? It's like a star system or something. <laughs> what about my canis majori? <laughs> are you guys are a super fun crowd tonight. Clap it up for yourselves. We have a fantastic show for it's you guys. So good. I am so excited to bring up our next act. She is killing it. I'm very, very proud of her. Please give it up for Janelle J. Hello. Y'all are nice. I'm going to be super positive. I'm going to talk about some things that Trump has done for me. Positive. Positive stuff. Like, uh, I've stopped chasing, like, frivolous things. You know what I mean? Because of Trump recently stopped doing sit-ups. Uh, for what? For what? You know what I mean? What if the bomb hits and you in a plank position? How mad would you be? How mad would you be? Like, the fuck? <laughs> Not doing that shit anymore. Fuck it. Everybody always talks about live every day like it's your last. It's the first time it's truly within me. You know what I mean? He's done that shit for me. Fuck it. I'm not doing any more sit-ups. Fuck that shit. Dating a short dude. <laughs> fuck it. You know? Fuck it, you know? Short. I didn't know he was short for like two weeks. Y'all know that shit could happen? Did you know that shit could happen? I did not know he was short. Like, I was so into him, I did not know he was short. I'm serious. And then one day, he said something like, slightly annoying, and... You ever had somebody say some shit to you and that shit just hits you like in this vein right here? You're not mad, you're just like, why the fuck? You know what I mean? Would you say that? You know what I mean? I don't even remember what he said, but that shit. I was looking at him and I was like, are you short? <laughs> He's short. That shit was crazy, man. I did not know. That shit is true, I didn't know. The point is you can't be short and annoying. You know what I mean? Get your shit together. Get your shit together. <laughs> Skating on thin ice. Uh, recently sang to me. He's a romantic and shit. Sang to me in a room by herself. You know what I mean? And I had a really hard time trying to figure out if I was ever going to talk to him again because <laughs> that shit was mortifying. Like, oh my God, that shit. I don't know who told men that singing to women is romantic, but like a man told another man that shit. Like no woman has ever said that shit. It's awful. What are you supposed to do with your face? supposed to do with your fucking face when somebody's singing into your soul. That shit is so creepy. Stop that shit. 
Don't do it. Oh my God. He can sing. I don't want it to seem like it was a performance issue, but I just, I've heard him sing in other contexts, but I couldn't even hear him. You ever been so embarrassed your ears just shut off? Like you just can't fucking, like your ears are like, fuck this, man. Oh my God. I just kept thinking about how long it's going to go on, you know? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's so fucking creepy. He the kind of dude that, uh, would propose to you in public and shit, you know what I mean? I'd kill that motherfucker. <laughs> I would murder him, like, no, I don't like that shit at all. Like, I fantasize about ruining public proposals. Like, that's, that's my fetish, you know what I mean? I fantasize about being in Central Park, the woman is there doing that whole, and he's down on his knee with the ring out, and I just come by and kick that shit to the fucking moon. <laughs> The moon, point at it, bam. <laughs> I don't like that shit. Public proposals are really manipulative to me. Like, no, hey, hello, right? Really, I'm sure some women married right now because you thought you was getting some cold stone. Right? Thought you was on a little ice cream date and shit. You walk into the Cold Stone, you think about your fucking topics, because that's what Cold Stone is about, you know? <laughs> think about your topics, you can see that shit in the distance, all of a sudden it's like a flash mob and your mom is there. Why the fuck would you do that to somebody you love? That's so fucked up. Why would you do that? Oh. Uh, oh, uh, this dude is on his knees. Fuck! You all crying and shit. Everybody thinks you're just like happy about the situation, but you crying because you can still see the fucking cold stone in the distance. You trying to figure out how to bring that shit up. Can we celebrate over here? Because that's what the fuck I came for. <laughs> I'll keep them though. At least through Christmas. Ow, right ladies? Ah. Uh... <laughs> that's my creep laugh right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. A lot of white dudes been hitting on me lately. Thanks, Obama. That's new. That's new. Thanks, Obama. It's fine. It's fine. Except I only like a certain kind of white dude, right? And the white, kind of white dudes that I like don't really hit on me. Like, I don't like wiggers. You know what I mean? Can we still say that? Can we still say that? I can. You know what I mean? Not you. And, uh... <laughs> If you don't remember when you're young and shit, that's like when white dudes try to act black. I hate that shit. Connor, you know those motherfuckers. <laughs> those corny motherfuckers. I don't like them. I don't like wiggers. I don't like progressives, you know what I mean? Like if I date a white dude, I want to ruin your family. Oh, what's the point? You know what I mean? What's the point, sisters, right? <laughs> I want him reluctant going in. And then when he falls for me, his mother stops talking to him. Some fucking excitement, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you.
This message comes from Two Dope Queen sponsor, BetterHelp. When you keep your stress bottled up, it can eat away at you. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to make them better. Try BetterHelp Online Therapy, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp at betterhelp.com slash dopequeens today to get 10% off your first month. Do you want to intro our special guest, Miss J. Willie? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, our special guest is very talented, kind of a legend, been around for quite a while. Please welcome Wilson Cruz! This is you. We like got you a seat in case you oh. want to sit, but also don't. Oh, I get don't. to sit. I get to sit. What's up, Brooklyn? What's up? I feel like like I'm going to be on a game show, and you guys are like the host, <laughs> and I'm going to say uh, Mount Olympus. <laughs> That's a great answer for right. where know. do the, the highest gods mountain live? in Greece? Great. Also, uh, welcome back Nerd to high. Brooklyn. Oh it's my, my understanding that you are from. I am. Here. I'm from Greenpoint. I was born in Greenpoint. Yes, before it was Greenpoint. Before they turned bodegas into yoga studios. I've heard Whoa. about this time. Please tell yes. me what well, Greenpoint no, I was used doing, to be like. I was doing a movie in Greenpoint last year uh, with Alan Cumming. Excuse me. Woo! <laughs> 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 Dropping names already. Yeah. Um, wow. Right. <laughs> Called After Louie. Um, anyway, and we, were, we filmed most of it in Greenpoint. And my mom grew up in Greenpoint. She was a teenager there. and went to Eli Whitney High School. And, and uh, I took a photo of this corner where... We're, family had a bodega and I'd send it to her. This was the corner where it was. And I said, it's a yoga studio now. And she was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> she is that's right. so stupid. Why would they do that? <laughs> Sometimes you need Clorox in the middle of the night. Where are you going <laughs> to go? Yeah. And I love that, like, at least at my local bodega, if I need something for real, like Clorox, it's like a dusty ass yes. bottle. Yeah. There's only one. One, it's this big, yeah, it's an... and it's $25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like, what's it like being back? You live in LA now, right? I live in LA now, um, although I'm threatening to come back, so careful. <laughs> Um, we were chatting backstage, and you were telling me that you just started a long-distance sort of thing oh, right, yeah. right now. <laughs> He's here. Uh, in a new relationship. He's not embarrassed at all. He's embarrassed Well, all. I definitely got a chance to meet him. Full disclosure, <laughs> he's a f- fucking beautiful man. But I asked him what I he did. I deserve that. I asked him what he did, and he said he was like a sweater designer? Yeah, he's a male knitwear designer. Oh, that's very hot. How did yes. you guys meet? Um, I stalked him on Facebook. You did? <laughs> and you slid into his DMs? I did. What was the, uh, what was no, the so opening my friend, line? My best friend sent me a photo of him and said, do you know this guy? And I said, I don't know him, but Facebook always suggests him as somebody I should know. Mm-hmm. They know shit. <laughs> and... Um, so I looked at his phone and I was like, oh, right, I should know him. And I looked at how many friends he had. And I, we had 100 friends in common, Ooh. including my brother. And I was like, well. <laughs> I, so I sent him a message real smooth. I was like, hey, so we have, how is it that we have 100 friends in common, including my brother, and we don't know each other? Ooh, good opening. That's a good, that's it's cute. like no funny business, so, but right. also kind of flirty. Boom, right. You know? I love that. That's, that's 
That's cute. That's yeah. iconic. I'm telling yeah. all our business. Sorry, baby. No, no it's fine. It's Lay it out. Yeah. It's Lay it out. He's no. probably gone by now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's been real. Um, so I'm on two shows. Yes. And, no, yeah. Okay, okay. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. Let's talk that's about your That's me being embarrassed because. Well, you just have so many one. amazing credits. Yeah. So many. And what are the two shows that you're. No, you do. You do. What two um, shows are you on right now? Um, I'm on uh, Star Trek Discovery. Woo! Which I love. Uh, playing Dr. Hugh Culber. Mm-hmm. It's so uh, good. Which is, I'm, I'm one half of Star Trek TV's uh, first gay couple, along with... That's incredible. Yes, with Anthony Rapp. What? Gays in space. <laughs> my space boot and Anthony and I are being reunited after being in Rent 20 years ago together yes. on Broadway yes. um, and I'm on a, on a little tiny show called 13 Reasons Why Wow. Um, that, that I'm finishing up filming in the next couple weeks yeah. that's amazing what doctor is it? lawyer that's incredible I, I never finished college just so <laughs> that's the ticket I didn't either good for you um, I look I, up every word I say I'm just letting you know yeah I know like afterwards I'm like oh my god tell me more what's right. a doctor right. um, <laughs> <laughs> medical. Medical. <laughs> I grew up watching Star Trek with my dad. My dad is like a Star Trekkie to the end. What was it like to be what is it like to be a part of the Star Trek universe? Because it's, it's it's surreal. Seems- like, you know, because I was I was the same way. Like mm-hmm. next gen was my shit. Yeah, that was the shit. That's what I watched with my right. dad. Like when look, you had LeVar on, I was like, what? Yeah, it was um, intense. No, it's surreal. Like, you know, they they hand you a tricorder and 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 a hot, you know, like these tools that you've seen in throughout Star Trek, and you have to figure out how to use it. And really, the tricorder is literally like a spinning wheel in a piece of plastic. <laughs> it looks like a lens case, a contact lens case. Anyway, um, you would never get. I mean, no, because I TV make it real magic. for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's my job. Uh, have you been to any like fan conventions? Do you have? I any have. That you need I to went to, to my first Star Trek Las Vegas convention a couple months ago, and it was. Intense. What? How? Like, what do you mean? Were people like crying? Oh no! But like, they have no problem correcting you, right? Like, I said hypo spray wrong or something like that, and they, from the audience, it was five thousand people, and they were like, "No, it's hypos." I was like, "Okay." How <laughs> dare five thousand people drag one body? But what I said, no. But they, you know, they messed with the wrong person because I was like, um, "We're going to take care of this right now." Uh, hi, it's my first convention. Cut me a little slack. Thanks. You know, and they loved that. So, you know, sometimes you just got to put people in their place. Oh, you know? I know. I'll be checking everybody left sure. and right. Yes. <laughs> this is why there were no Puerto Ricans in space before. <laughs> I don't know. if you, Have you guys seen the Tracy Morgan episode? There's an episode of 30 Rock where Tracy Morgan asks why there's never been any Puerto Ricans in, on Star Trek. No, that's yeah. incredible. Are, so you the, are you the first one? Me. I am. Oh, my God. That's incredible. I'm I'm the answer to Tracy Morgan's prayer. Yeah. Brings me great joy. Very specific reference. And random thing to make. And I love that you were like the secret version. Because there's so he said there's so many of them. Why aren't they in space? And I was like (laughs) That's what I I sent them a clip of that when I asked to be on the show. I was like, look. Tracy Morgan wants me to be on. <laughs> you were like a part of the most. It's either me or Lin Manuel. Like, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, right. He's yeah. busy. Yeah, Lin's doing a few things, yeah. I think. No, but you were a part of like arguably the most iconic version of Rent. What was it like working with Anthony again? I mean, 
You know what, the great, the best part about it is that because we've been friends for 20 years, there was no pressure in having to create this chemistry between us because right. he was somebody that I love and that I respect and, and enjoy working with. So there was no buildup, right? We just had, we just started where we were in this place of mutual admiration. And so it was so easy. Can you talk to me a little bit about Rent and yeah. what it was yeah. like working on Rent? Because yeah. I find that uh, in my best moods, I am uh, naked in my apartment walking around going, 525,000. Like yeah, no, I put Can it on. It's just so legendary. When I clean my apartment, I put on the, the, sound, the recording. Dude, that's For amazing. sure. That's... I vacuum to rent. I do the kitchen. I mean, I literally, that's what I do. And I, once I get through the whole show, I'm usually done. I that's do a little, okay. <laughs> do you sing your own parts and just feel I, I, like I sing a... everybody's parts. Oh. That's, that yeah. is awesome. But that'd be like if I was at home and I just put on T-Dub Queens. So I was like, ah, oh, that's a funny punchline <laughs> I said. You can't listen kind of, to yourself. No, 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 it's not it's me. It's kind of not, though, because <laughs> no, you shit not out garbage, and rent is amazing. <laughs> right, no, no, no. No, I definitely do not shit out Sometimes garbage. Sometimes you shit no. out low-key garbage. I, I, Sometimes you're taking it's some dumps. dumps. You're taking some dumps no. that would make Sicily Tyson I'm, go, mm-mm-mm, shame. I am not. We're talking about tears to anybody's eyes. I wasn't listening to myself. I'm not in the original recording, because I wasn't the original, so I'm not listening to myself. Yeah. I'm listening to someone who... Playing the role that I played, you know. Right. Okay. That's right. Take your yeah. body back. Don't let her fucking drag your body like that. <laughs> no, but no. Rent was really, really special to me. Um, I had finished. Uh, I was two years out of doing a show called My So Called Life. Yes. And, uh, yes. Yes. And and I uh, I was the first openly gay teenager at the time, and so there was a lot. I mean, on TV, not ever. <laughs> Soccer no, team. it was just Paul you. Me. Um, but, it was um, groundbreaking. I, I heard myself. But, um, uh, and so I came out and I didn't, wasn't really sure what, my, what was, that was going to do for my career. And mm -hmm. so the fact that I could do that, play that role and then later um, realize a dream, which was to be on Broadway, just two years later was, again, surreal and I couldn't believe it. And all I really wanted to be when I was a kid was Rita Moreno and West Side Story. Which, nice, yeah, um, nice. And, uh, which I kind of based my character of Angel on, like my, my uh, portrayal of. And, um, and I wanted to be in Star Trek. Uh, so I did both of those things wow. with, That's with, cool. Anthony, with Anthony Rao. But, um, but yeah, like the, it, it, it was amazing to me just that I got to, I got to continue to have a career that I felt really strongly about and felt like I uh, could, was allowed and, and capable of doing the thing that I love mm -hmm. and still be my complete self in my own skin and own it and share it with whoever wanted to receive it. Uh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it was good. It was a really amazing, amazing experience. And those people are still my friends. Yeah. Do you still get so many people walking up to you from my so-called oh, life? Oh, daily. Is that like the thing you most get recognized for? Ye yes. Yeah. And I'm grateful and thankful for it and you know people come up to me all the time and say you know you that character helped me realize some stuff about myself and helped me through a really tough time and and I always say and this is the, the God's honest truth is, as much as it means to you it means that much and even more to me because it helped me it gave me my life it gave me my relationship with my family it gave me the opportunity to do what I love and so I get it I, f I feel what you feel for Ricky Vasquez because I love him too that's amazing. Aww, Wilson. You're just a gem. Like 
show we have a fantastic comic coming up he's amazing truly one of my favorites in the city he performs all over the country please get up for John yo give it up for them man please give it up for Tito Queen having me on this joint, man. This is awesome, man. Everybody good? I'm happy to be here. Been doing a lot of ghetto shows recently, so this shit is awesome. Right? Don't be scared to laugh. I can fucking talk about my people. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Something we work with one another sometimes. I had to work out in St. Louis last weekend, and the promoter gonna tell me, nope, not feeling y'all. The promoter gonna tell me, he was like, yo, John, I'm docking you $500 cause you was late to the show. And I was like, nigga, I rode here with you. <laughs> you came to get me from the hotel, man. Give me my money, man. This might be our last show anyway, right? It's like the world's coming to an end. All these hurricanes, right? Irma, Harvey, they sent Maria over Puerto Rico. That was disrespectful. <laughs> How you gonna send Maria to kill Puerto Rico? That was crazy, right? Man, forest fires out west, Korea blowing up bombs, right? Wouldn't be so bad if we had somebody competent at the helm, right? <laughs> White dudes, you should be proud of yourselves. That's right, because you showed the world you could do anything. <laughs> Hell yeah, right? The black dude had to be head of the Harvard Law Review <laughs> to get the same job. Head of the Harvard Law Review. Donald Trump sounds like he's studying for the GED. <laughs> Not that he's definitely gonna pass it, but that he's studying for the GED. You ever seen a big ass kid in a baby carriage that annoys the shit out of you? Not even your kid. You're just like, why is this big ass kid in this baby carriage? You look down at the kid, the kid look back at you like, whatever. Right? Two blocks later, you still mad about it. You look back like, why the hell was that big ass kid in that baby carriage? That is the president of the United States. Big ass kid. On his third baby mama. That's impressive, white dudes. That's right. You can make it to the White House on your third baby mama. Can you imagine a black dude running for president on the third baby mama? Black dude, third baby mama? Never make it to the White House. Or a woman running for president on their third husband. You guys can never get to the White House on your third husband. Yeah, the most qualified human being ever to run for the office just ran for office. She couldn't make it on her first husband. And he was a president. <laughs> Right? 
My homies told me, they was like, hey, John, man, you need to stop with that political humor. You should be more, have some more gratitude in your attitude when you're on stage. You should be happy you're alive after your fire last year. You almost died, which is true. I didn't know how to take that. On one hand, he was saying, hey, be happy you're alive, right? On the other hand, you just reminded me that I lost everything that I owned last year in a fire, right? Was that, I, all I had left was a t-shirt, some jeans, literally had nothing else left. Lost my computer and everything. All my homeboys said the same thing after the fire broke out. All my homies said, I don't even know this black dude right here. I bet he just said the same thing. Hey, John, I got a couch you can sleep on. I don't know this black dude. He just said the same thing. Hey, John, I got a couch you can sleep on. That's what all my homeboys said. One of my homies came over with his girlfriend. She happens to be white, and she yelled out some white women shit that I had never heard before. Something y'all must normally keep amongst yourselves. Yeah, he was like, hey, man, I got a couch you can sleep on. And she just interrupted him. She was like, dude, call your dad. <laughs> and when she said it, she spun around, all types of doves and sparkles came off her arm. She was like, dude, call your dad. <laughs> I was like, huh? And she said it with that white girl confidence. She said it so confidently, I was like, maybe I should call my dad. Right? I can, look, I can see there's some white chicks in here still confused as shit right now. I can see some of y'all still staring at me like, I don't get it, why wouldn't he call his dad? I mean, Duh, like why wouldn't he call his dad? <laughs> call your dad, <laughs> right? That is a white woman phrase right there. <laughs> call your dad. Oh my God, I wish I could use that get out of jail free card. I had a chick run up on me like three months ago. Yeah, she was like, John, I think I'm pregnant. Yeah, I wish I could have been like, <gasps> call your dad. <laughs> call your dad. <laughs> that is a white woman, oh my God. Right? <laughs> white chicks in here confused, that's funny. Only people in here more confused than the white chicks and the black dudes over here like, why would you call your dad? My dad owed me $25. What am I gonna call my dad for? <laughs> I had a white girl run up on me after the show a couple weeks ago and she was like, hey John, you can't be stereotyping like that because I'm white and I'm a woman and I couldn't call my dad. And I'm very sensitive to stereotypes. I really am, because I get stereotyped a lot. You know, I'm tall. And sometimes I, no I am. Tall black dudes, any sizable black dude, y'all know what I'm talking about. It happens to us a lot, man. Yeah, you know, I'm 6'4". And sometimes I forget, at this height, you can't be asking old white women questions after the sun go down. Yeah, I almost killed three old white ladies last month. Just by asking for directions. I was like, excuse me, could you tell me where? She was like, ah! I don't want any problems. I don't want any, I was like, me either, lady, what is wrong with you? She screamed so loud, she scared me. She was like, ah! I was like, ah! She screamed like I was eating another old white lady when I asked her. Right? Can't be screaming like that, man. Right? Because for the most part, we all the same. We out here just trying to make a buck. Right? There's still some net wealth gaps. That part is true. You don't let people own property for 200 years, that's gonna happen. Right? It's gonna happen, man. Yeah, that's bound to happen. You know? Nah, there is, man. And I know we took the hit during the housing crisis, too. Black and Latino people. After the housing crisis, the average net worth of a black and Latino family fell to $4,000 in this country. Yeah, believe it or not, that's the truth. You check that in the census, I didn't make that up. 
White family's a little different. It's around $140,000. Yeah, so you get around 30-something times a head start in this country if you're white. Yeah. But um, that don't mean you can paint with a broad brush like that. We're all guilty of it, though. You know? Yeah. Some black people, Latino people got money. We're all guilty of it. I've been guilty of it. There's a time that I used to think that all white people had money, and that's painting with a broad brush, right? Yeah, I used to think that all white people had money until I caught a Greyhound bus. <laughs> Once you catch a Greyhound bus, it'll clear all that shit up. I got on that bus, I was like, God damn. This is where they keep all the broke white people. I had sandwiches in my bag, I started handing them out. I was like, oh my God, are you? Are you guys okay? Jesus. This is like a meth lab on wheels. <laughs> I was sitting there, y'all. I was clutching my pearls. I didn't even have no pearls. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> then this white dude came down the aisle, and he was like, excuse me, could you tell me where? And I was like, ah! I don't want any problems. I don't want any problems. <laughs> my name is John Lasser. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Queens. Thank you. John Laster, Wilson Cruz, and Janelle James. T-Dope Queens is produced by Joanna Salataroff, Jim Poyant, Paula Schumann, Rachel Neal, Phoebe Robinson, and Jessica Williams. Our team includes Joe Plord, Matt Boynton, Ed Haber, Isaac Jones, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Broski. And be sure to follow us on Twitter for more info about our upcoming shows. And subscribe, you freaking cuties. What are you doing? CDG. I'm sorry, Miss Tapper. Woo! I, I am, am for real. real. I was not hitting on your husband. <laughs>